Humboldt last week. Hey, this is a way for Humboldtians and those that love or miss it here to tune in for quick local stories. My name's Miles. I'm a professional broadcaster who left the more traditional industry to start this up. Hi. Also, please check out the music at HumboldtLastWeek.com on HLW Alt Radio. It's a uh, free-form alternative station. The entire reason this is possible is due to community support from organizations that make this place better. Please give them your love and attention because without them, this would be a no-go. Let's see. How about Trinidad Vacation Rental, a luxurious place to stay right on the ocean with amazing views, a hot tub, fine dining within walking distance, and it's right by Trinidad. Perfect for that romantic getaway, vacation, or staycation you can book at TrinidadCaliforniaRental.com. Bongo Boy Recording Studio, Michael David has been recording there. That's from his brand new album, Michael David. David spelled D-A-Y-V-I-D. He's enjoying that pro studio sound there made possible by our favorite local experts in McKinleyville, Bongo Boy. Check him out at bongoboystudio.com. Shows with Ferndale Music Company at the Old Steeple in Ferndale on November 17th. Check out the Tim O'Brien Band. He's a Grammy winner, Tim O'Brien and his band, November 17th. Check out the calendar of amazing shows at the Old Steeple in Ferndale. Just go to ferndalemusiccompany.com. The latest edition of the North Coast Journal is on newsstands now. You can pick it up for award-winning, in-depth reporting. Plus, the journal has reviews, listings, and details you need to plan your week. Keep up with the latest at northcoastjournal.com. Photography by Shy. She captures those stunning portraits, studio style or in Humboldt nature. She's capturing people looking their best. Reach out to discuss options and check on rates. Her name is spelled S-H-I. Portfolios and contact info at photographybyshy.com. Bringing the best service, selection, and solutions to Humboldt farmers since 2001, the knowledgeable staff at North Coast Horticulture Supplies got your gardening, pest control, and harvest needs covered. Now with the addition of Dirty Business Soil Analytics and Humboldt Ag Supply, NHS Farm Direct is your one-stop shop for grow supplies and services, with three locations in Fortuna, Eureka, and McKinleyville to take advantage of discounts deeper than your roots and have fun in the garden. That's North Coast Horticulture Supply. All right, let's jump into some quick local stories. Two high schoolers were arrested on campus in Fortuna. One 17, the other 16. Cops said they were trying to harm a fairly large group of students and did have the means to do so. Their charges are reportedly conspiracy, making terrorist threats and disruption of a school. I'll keep you in the loop with updates as they come. Officers commended those that saw something and said something about these alleged Fortuna high school criminals. So a couple weeks ago, a big old supervisors meeting happened where the sheriff was talking about illegal pot farms. He's talking about how there's less of those now with legalization. But he says illegal indoor grows are becoming more prevalent. One idea that they had was doing like they did in Arcata a while back, like having those using indoor grow amounts of energy pay way more in energy bills. They also talked about having diesel delivery drivers verify if the farms that they're going to are illegal, which was maybe a less popular idea than the first, but I'll keep you updated on what they decide. Officially, the current or former Humboldt resident with the most Halloween costumes created in their honor the homie Guy Fieri was loving this. All the in-the-package costumes are hilarious. They're like knockoff titles, this one. The governor of Tasteville. 
What? Uh, it's the mayor of Flavortown, people. He was all about this, creating an entire Twitter thread so people could send in their renditions. Smart man. Regarding the St. Joe's hospitals in Eureka and Fortuna, state government rejected a merger between them and another company, Adventist Health. They said it wasn't in the public's interest. At a previous meeting, proponents of this merger talked about St. Joe's fighting homelessness, drug addiction, and hunger, and helping to revive HSU nursing. On the other hand, the Civil Liberties Union at that time was against the merger, saying, hey, because religion, St. Joe's bans things like abortion, vasectomy, tube tying, plus they refuse certain procedures for transgender people. But yeah, at this point, it looks like St. Joe's is disappointed they won't be able to merge with Adventist Health. They said they thought the move would make healthcare better here. A man and woman from the Bay Area took a tiny plane up to the Lost Coast and went missing. They landed in Shelter Cove, went to the Jippo, and then flew south after that, then nothing. You can follow that at KimKemp.com. Well, there's this poor whale beached at Samoa, stuck there next to the waves, younger humpback tangled in fishing equipment. They could not move it. Experts said that was unsafe for the whale and others, and the massive marine creature was then euthanized after laying there for well over a day. They buried the whale right there at the beach. This led to, you know, some bubbling remains and stinkiness, but as long as you're not rolling around in that stuff, you should be fine. Wish it could have ended better. The big PBS affiliate in Southern California aired this documentary about the fatal knifing of David Josiah Lawson in 2017. It's a little under 30 minutes long. Here's the synopsis. A Humboldt town is polarized over allegations of racism and police incompetence surrounding the death of college student Josiah Lawson. As you know, David Josiah, or DJ, was killed at a house party in Arcata. Former murder suspect then saw charges dropped due to a lack of evidence, and a criminal grand jury also declined to recommend charges. Cops said the investigation is ongoing. Uh, in related news, DJ's mom has filed an active federal lawsuit against the city of Arcata. I'll follow that, but I did watch that film. Uh, there was really nothing new, but they did sum up the timeline a little bit. The film once again pointed out this claim that 15 of the 18 people on that civil grand jury at one point agreed that the former suspect was the killer because his blood was on the knife. But again, it's been said that that criminal grand jury declined to recommend charges citing self-defense. Well, the city of Eureka is looking at building housing over parking lots that are lesser utilized. For instance, on 3rd and G near Las Coast Brewery, they're also looking at public spots like Cooper Gulch to add needed housing. Uh, Eureka reportedly plans to build over a thousand housing units in the next seven years. We'll keep an eye on that. It could be Nemo's homestead, if you will. The possible $400 million fish farm in Samoa is moving forward at the old pulp mill there. Their president says he's stoked about the location and the huge population he can reach within a 12-hour drive of Humboldt. They've been pointing out the possible economic boost. Now they're working on getting the possible fish farm environmentally approved and permitted. There's a meeting coming up about all that at the Warfinger in Eureka on the 14th. According to officers, there was a shootout at a permitted marijuana grow west of Willow Creek. This between alleged thieves and a security guard. Apparently, they exchanged gunfire when the guard was barricaded in his trailer. They burned him out and then zip-tied him. It was reported the hooded thieves were maybe spying on the property using drones. We've been seeing that in the news a lot lately. And weirdly, they made off with nothing? Really? Uh, but yeah, we're seeing a trend of permitted farmers being targeted and you can see if these accounts are holding up and follow more details out there as they come at kimkemp.com.
But here's some events to enjoy in Humboldt this week. Arts Arcada with some art and music on the plaza Friday evening. $10 comedy show at Savage Henry and Eureka Friday night. Unique beer and food Strange Brew at the Eureka Theater. That's the evening of Saturday the 9th. Folk trio who have played Conan, the ghost of Paul Revere at Humbrews in Arcata, the night of Saturday the 9th. Plus, you can check out the calendar at northcoastjournal.com. So if you're a regular Humboldt Last Week listener, you know that I've been bringing the quick local stories to you week after week for well over three years now. But also, if you're a regular Humboldt Last Week listener, you're like, wow, I've heard a lot of this Miles guy. (laughs) I figured it was time to start welcoming other voices to this show. So... You can find more details about this at HumboldtLastWeek.com. We are now featuring contributing hosts, and the first one is going to be Eric Black. So welcome Eric Black to the Humboldt Last Week fold. You've likely heard Eric's voice on local terrestrial radio and have seen some of his video news projects. And without further ado, oh, before that, real quick, I'd like to thank the partners that make this program possible. North Coast Horticulture Supply, Ferndale Music Company, Bongo Boy Studio, Trinidad Vacation Rental, North Coast Journal, and Photography by Shy. So without further ado, here's Eric Black on Humboldt Last Week. Keat TV will screen two short documentaries. A city councilman got shot in the crossfire between two rival Chinese tongs or, or gangs. Producer James Falk says in the late 19th century, Eurekans responded with collective punishment against the roughly two to three hundred Chinese immigrant workers living in Old Town Eureka. Rounding them all up and took them to the waterfront where they imprisoned them and then um, a couple days later forced them all aboard ship and sent them down to San Francisco. The movie juxtaposes that Chinese expulsion with the 2018 passage of Humboldt's Sanctuary Ordinance. A second movie links the 19th century massacre of Wiyots to last month's return of Indian Island. A panel discussion will follow this Monday, November 4th at 7 p.m. at the Jefferson Community Center in Eureka. Also this Monday, at a 6 p.m. study session, Arcata residents will strategize how to revitalize their town center. Following a year of public opinion gathering, the Plaza Task Force will suggest how the city council can make the plaza safer and prettier, while increasing community activities and commerce. Last month, Plaza Exchange closed after 42 years selling furniture on the plaza. Plaza breakfast joint Big Blue Cafe remains closed after a generator sparked a fire during the blackout. And Plaza Bars, Toby and Jackson's sidelines reportedly may have to close after the state upheld revocation of their liquor licenses because of drug dealing. And what's with that concrete slab behind the Arcata Community Center? Danco recently finished building the first phase of a year-round futsal court. Futsal is hipster soccer played on a hard court roughly one and a half to two times the size of a tennis court. The traditional grass season wrapped last month. My pick for Humboldt Soccer League MVP, Miles Cochran. He's got the charm, the boyish looks, the hard body. But bruh, feel free to mix in the occasional pass. Miles and other Humboldt footballers should expect futsal court construction to resume in the spring and finish next summer. Miles, I'll hit you up for pickup futsal next year. Okay, if you could only see how red my face is right now. And you know what, Eric? I'm so excited to see you out there on the pitch. Uh, that is, um, as long as I'm not tripping over the ball like I sometimes do. <laughs> 
Hey, thanks again to Eric for that. Why don't we jump into our final story today? We're going to take another look at PG&E here. So after PG&E power outages impacted most of Humble on October 9th and October 26th, the utility company warned us of another outage coming on October 29th. But then after some mixed messages noted, we were saved by improving weather conditions. And the weather really is the most important aspect of all of this. PG&E says these shutoffs will prevent their buzzy junk from starting fires when it's windy and dry outside. But wait, isn't Western Humboldt, you know, the most populated place near the coast here, a sort of fire protected oasis? It really is. Data from the National Weather Service shows from 2008 to 2018, the last decade, Humboldt's coastal west merited less than one red flag warning a year. These red flags definitely include those dry, windy conditions that would merit a PG&E shutoff. But on top of that, the red flags show things that might not cut the power, like dry lightning, or when it's dry but slightly windy outside. So what a fact, right? Western Humboldt merited less than one fire-related red flag warning a year for the last decade, less than one a year, yet that place with the most people here suffered almost three PG&E blackouts last month alone. Ryan Elward from the National Weather Service told me, quote, The coast is definitely less fire prone, primarily because it's much more humid along the coast. We get a lot of strong winds, but as long as the fuels are moist and the humidity is high, the fire risk is low, end quote. So, of course, now you're thinking, what does PG&E have to say about that? Well, I spoke with Deanna Contreras, a spokesperson for PG&E. I'll note before I mention her quote that uh, they call this a PSPS, Public Safety Power Shutoff what they call it. I'm using uh, air quotes there. So it doesn't have to be a red flag warning day, she said, for PG&E to initiate a PSPS shutoff. There are several factors that go into determining a PSPS, such as wind speed, wind gusts, humidity levels, and moisture content on the ground, end quote. So now remember, PG&E executives admitted the October 9th shutoff that hit Humboldt had nothing to do with weather conditions here. They were unprepared, they said, and there was a transmission line that needed fixing. They said they'd do better. So when Humboldt shut off the power again on October 26th, uh, according to the weather service during that shutoff, a red flag warning was in effect for southeastern Humboldt, but not, and I repeat, not for Humboldt's coastal and populated west. Yeah, almost six miles northeast of Benbow down in the southeast, Pratt Mountain recorded a peak of 59 mile an hour winds. That's a lot. But again, no red flag for Humboldt's populated west during that October 26th shutoff. Ryan from the Weather Service told me more about the 26th event. He said relative humidity was high in the Humboldt Bay area where north winds were occurring. There was a heightened threat in the interior areas where relative humidity was very low, but fuels were moist the farther north you went, end quote. So again, to PG&E, Deanna said, quote, regarding the October 26th event, even though most of Humboldt County did not experience the extreme winds, the areas further down and up the distribution and transmission lines did. And that's why transmission lines were de-energized, which impacted Humboldt. I've always said that you may experience a power outage, even if the increased fire risk isn't in your area because of the way the grid works, end quote. In previous interviews with Humboldt last week, Deanna from PG&E told me they've been making improvements here following that October 9th event, like maximizing energized circuits and conducting a study looking into the possibility of using the Humboldt Bay Generation Station at King Salmon without being connected to a fully energized grid. So now you may be thinking, okay, yeah, Western Humboldt may be a sort of fire-resistant oasis. Good facts, bro, but that's not keeping my lights on. (laughs) 
And yeah, I'll give you that. You know, we just heard from Deanna. We're connected to places that have to be turned off. But to me, bigger picture here, when improvements eventually do keep the lights on, it seems Humboldt's populated and coastal West could literally be in the better powered position to help neighbors elsewhere. And we should do that. And to me, that makes it a great reason to make these improvements quickly, PG&E. Humboldt County Sheriff Billy Hansel agreed. He told me, quote, the PSPS in areas where there's no fire danger causes its own unnecessary dangers. I'm urging PG&E to immediately focus on Humboldt County so we can truly be that oasis for Trinity, Mendocino, Lake, and Sonoma County in the event there are forced evacuations or a PSPS, end quote. Now, meanwhile, PG&E's big boss recently said it'll take a decade to upgrade their goods. That didn't sit well with Governor Newsom, who tweeted, I don't buy PG&E's excuses. It doesn't take a decade to fix this. Their years of mismanagement are over. Anyway, if you want to delve into this more, you can comment on the article that I posted at KimKemp.com, and it's also linked on the Humboldt Last Week Facebook. It's an important issue for our community, so thank you for listening. Wow, so it's so nice to be back after that one-week break. I hope you're feeling super good right now. Gosh, I headed over to Denver, used the Humboldt Denver direct flight. That was amazing. Worked flawlessly. Thank you so much to the airport and to uh, United for making that a nice experience for me. We got to use that thing. It's a beautiful city over there. I went from um, you know missing a power outage going straight into a snowstorm while I was there, but checked out Red Rocks for the first time. What an amazing venue. And uh, got to see Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine do his thing. That was cool. Reconnected with friends. Went around on electric scooters throughout the town using Lyft. That was awesome. Denver's a fun city. Go and check it out if you haven't already. Use that direct flight right out of Humboldt. All right, a big old shout out goes out to contributing host Eric Black for crushing it on his first Humboldt Last Week episode. Thank you, Eric. Thank you also to our partners for episode 148. We're talking Bongo Boys High End Recording Studio in McKinleyville, the award-winning North Coast Journal, photography by Shy with those amazing portraits, TrinidadCaliforniaRental.com with those awesome ocean views, Ferndale Music Company with captivating shows at the Old Steeple, and North Coast Horticulture Supply helping us have fun in the garden. Links to all of them at Humboldt Last Week. My name is Miles. I'm a professional broadcaster who left the more traditional industry to start this. Humboldt Last Week happens first at HumboldtLastWeek.com, but you could also access it via Redheaded Black Belt, online via the North Coast Journal, and on terrestrial radio on 99.1 KISS FM Mondays. Have an awesome week. Talk to you again soon. Bye. Humboldt Last Week.